Happy New Year and happy 2024, Vine fam. If I haven't had the pleasure or opportunity to meet you yet, my name is Tyler West. I get to serve as the founder and lead pastor of the Vine Church here in Spartanburg, South Carolina. And we are so honored that you would make space and make room to connect with us today as we celebrate Winter Sabbath. Now, if it's your first time getting to hang out with us, Winter Sabbath is where we don't gather together physically, but we gather together virtually for our EFAM Sunday, and we're going to be doing that this Sunday, December 31st, and next Sunday, January 7th, 2024, and the reason we do that is twice a year, we believe the Lord has called us to a Sabbath rest. We take that after the July 4th holiday when we're with family and friends, and we also take it after Christmas, and what we do is we just don't load in, load out. We gather around the table with families and friends and take a breath in the chaos of everything. We get refreshed, we get refueled, we get refocused, but most importantly, we get down on our knees in prayerful anticipation and expectation of all that Jesus has for us for the remainder of the year and for the year to come. So we are so thankful that you are celebrating that with us today because here's the deal. When you gather with us together physically, you're going to see that we have a space and a place created specifically for you if it's your first time getting to hang out with us. But since we're not gathering together physically, we still have a way that you can go to this space and place virtually. We call that space and place the garden. And so you can gather with us in the virtual garden today by downloading our free Vine Church app. When you go to the vine.tv slash app today, you're going to get the virtual garden, as we like to call it, our Swiss Army Knife, our information hub, because what you're going to find inside of our Vine Church app is a space and place for events like today. It's good to know when we're gathering physically or gathering virtually, right? Uh, also inside of there, you're going to see a Bible, a Bible reading plan, every ministry we have at the Vine Church, what we believe at the Vine Church. You're going to also see inside of there a prayer wall where you can send in your prayer requests, blog posts, past, present, future, devotionals, uh, where you can connect with us on social media, all kinds of crazy good stuff. But most importantly, what you're going to find in the Vine Church app is a way for each and every one of us to stay connected 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So when you download the Vine Church app today, whether you're watching online on social media or you're not, uh, where you're download that today. Uh, we'd love to know where you're watching from. It's your first time. Shoot us a message. Shoot a comment below. Let us know where you're watching from around the world throughout the week because we're going to continue to celebrate you and invite you to when we gather together again physically. And that's going to be Sunday, January 14th, 2024. And we're going to be gathering together and kicking off our brand new series on prayer. So I can't wait to see what Jesus does through that. And I'm celebrating because I know it's going to be something new, and it's going to be immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine. And so that's going to lead us to what else we're celebrating today, and that's giving. Now, before you tune out, because normally you're expecting the offering plate to go around, we're gathering virtually. So it's no pressure. So just listen to what I'm trying to say as we celebrate giving. The reason we celebrate giving here at the Vine Church is we walk as a church in faithful obedience with a posture of our heart toward the Lord to do what he's called us to do by stewarding our time, our talent, and our treasure very well. And what I mean by that is just over six years ago we launched, and since then we've been able to sow over $280,000 into global missions. And now you say, well, well, what do you mean by that? Well, here's the thing. Here at the Vine Church, we're not going to talk to you about a number. We're not going to talk to you about a percentage, even though we walk in that because we believe that Putting a number or a percentage on that would limit what God wants to do and what he's calling you to. Here at the Vine Church, what we do is 10% of all tithes and offerings received every month goes to the local church around the world. We pray over these churches and we send it out. 
In addition to that, 5% of all tithes and offerings received go to gospel-centered nonprofits, and that's what makes up that over $280,000 number. And what, where did that go when I'm talking about that? Well, that went to children who didn't have drinking water around the world. That went to children in our community who are sleeping under bridges and in cars. It went to children who don't have families that have a foster family. It went to mothers who didn't know what next step to take when it came to their child, if they would continue a pregnancy or not. It went to prisoners who are in prison who think there is no hope and no way for them, yet they find the hope of the gospel. It goes out into our streets and helps the homeless, not only in our backyard, but in our entire community. And last but not least, when we think about this and we talk about this, it gets the gospel to the ends of the earth, which is the one thing all of us are searching for. That $280,000 is a real big number, but I would tell you the heart of every one of our sowers here at the Vine Church is we'd give that 10 times over if it just meant one more person came to know Jesus as Lord and Savior. And so if you would like to partner with us to make an eternal impact, to get the gospel to the ends of the earth, you can do that today inside of our Vine Church app, or you can also go to thevine.tv slash give today. If God's called you to give, we would just encourage you to give because here's also what we believe at The Vine. We believe God can do more with $1 in his hand than a million dollars in our bank account. I'm going to get to the real nitty-gritty. Here we go. We believe $1 in God's hands can do more for the good than the trillions of dollars in our government's hands. Just saying, We'd love to lock arms with you in ministry and be a part of getting the gospel to the ends of the earth. Do that today. Trust God in that today because it's going to lead what we're walking into today. Today, as we celebrate our winter Sabbath Sunday, we're going to be diving into the Word. The Word. And no, I'm not talking about the bird being the word. You, get, you, you know I'm going to laugh about that. But for each and every one of us, isn't it funny when it comes to a word how that shifts and changes over time? As we get older, our value doesn't become in the words that we speak as much as in how many words we have in extensive vocabulary. We're not even going to get into time today where we can't even define what words are. But let, let's go back to something simple. I don't know, maybe you're a new parent or maybe you were a parent and you have a teenager now and you long maybe for these days uh, when this happened. Maybe you've got a younger sibling. Maybe you've had a niece or a nephew or, or, or cousins or a goddaughter or a godson. But I just want you to think about something when it came to words. How much did we celebrate their first word? Maybe you even remember what their first word was. Their second word, and then their third word, and then when they started stringing words together to make sentences we celebrated, then outside of them speaking words, we got really excited when they read the word. There's just something about the word that gets us excited, but as we get older, we start to realize it's not so much about the words that we've collected or the words so much that we speak, but there's an important thing that is called the word the word. See, you can have all the words in the world. You can have all of the Webster's Dictionary words and still miss out on the word that can only satisfy. And so I just want to make a declarative statement with each and every one of us right now from the get-go, and it is this. God's word will never fail. God's word will never fail. God's word will never fail. That is the word that all of us are seeking. That's what we're going to be talking through today is we're talking about our individual 2024 word that we're going to seek and our collective word that we're going to walk through as our Vine fam today. But I want you to tell you, 
Regardless of what's happening there, it's not a, a little special word or, or our own little super catch of It's not. No, 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 no. Every word that is going to define 2024 for us at Divine and what we would love for you to be defined individually comes from the Word of God. Now, how do I know God's Word will not fail? Well, I trust in His promises, but let's, let's get to what God has to say for that. If you've got your Bible today, let's go ahead and get to Isaiah 55. Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. If you don't have your Bible, I love our Vine Production team. It's going to make sure wherever you're watching around the world, it's going to be on the screen. But maybe you like to take notes like I do. You can join us uh, along in our Vine Church app. You can just download that today. You're going to see a space in a place at the bottom that says notes. Click on that. It's going to have every scripture we're going to walk through in a place for you to take notes today. So if you're with me, give me an amen. Come on. Amen. All right. If you got your Bible, let's go ahead. Let's get to Isaiah 55 and verse 10 and 11 and see how God's word does not fail. As the rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Now, depending on where you go up, grew up or how you grew up in church, you, you heard that and read that as God's word would not return void, right? His word will never fail. And you say, well, you're reading that. What do you mean God's word will never fail? Well, 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 really quick, I want to bring you to two more places, okay? If you got your Bible, we're going to do some shuffling. If you don't have your Bible and you, you're new to the Bible, you're new to who God is and Christianity is, don't worry about the shuffle so much. Just read the screen when we talk about when it comes to God's word. I want us to start back at the beginning. Genesis 1, verse 1 through 5 says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was void and formless, or formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep or the land and the spirit of God hovered over the waters and God said let there be light and there was light and God saw that it was good and he separated the light from the darkness and he called the light day and the darkness night and there was morning and evening on the very first day so don't miss this from the beginning God spoke and there was light now, 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 that's the Word of God. See, what, what I want us to get to now is the Word of God. John talks about this Word of God. If you've got your Bible, let's get to John 1. Let's get to John 1 if you've got your Bible today. And honestly, I'm going to say it pretty much by rote here, and hopefully I don't miss a few words on here, but I'm still going to turn in my Bible there because it's always good to be able to get there if you grew up sword drills, if you know what I'm saying back in the day. Anyway, here we go. John 1, verse 1 through 5 talks to us about what that Word was that God spoke, that light that God spoke, and it's actually what we just celebrated here at Christmas, and it says this, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him, all things were made. Nothing was made that was not made through Him, or without Him, nothing was made that has been made. In Him was what? Life, and that life was the light of all mankind, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Why in the world does that matter? Because this word, this word that God spoke, this light is life. God's word is life. So much so, verse 14, if you, if you scroll down here, this is what we celebrate at Christmas. And it says his, and the word became flesh and he made his dwelling among us. We have seen his full glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. That is Christmas. When the word became flesh and came down for us. 
And so wherever you are right now, when we dive into the Word of God, we see that the Word of God is life. I want you to think about everything that you've been searching when it comes to a word. Everything that you search for when it comes to a word. Is there a particular word itself that can give you life? Is it the secret that will keep you living everlasting, will prevent you from death? And I would move to say that there is only one word that can prevent death, and that is Jesus. Not physical death, but everlasting death. See, I want to take us, we we just talked about Christmas, so really quick, let's let's think about a Christmas movie that we all love. Like, I grew up with this, I remember when it first came out, uh, and, and, and we know it, okay, are you ready? Lean in. Home Alone. Home Alone, right? Like, like many of us will go through life searching for those words like home along. You remember that the, the family leaves and, and all of a sudden Kevin comes downstairs and all he sees are the presents. It's empty. None of his parents are there. None of his nuisances are there. Nobody. None of the crazy family are there. And he thinks, I wished my family away. This is awesome. But we know how the movie plays out. He realizes that the thing that he misses most is the presence of his family. See, I want you now to, to take this. Let's, let, let, let's take this back a little bit. What if, just like that Christmas morning, what if life is like that? What if we, we, we burst into life and there are all these gifts that are around the tree that we can be a part of, all these blessings that we can be a part of, but what happens if, if, if our parents weren't there? What happens if instead there was a list of things to do, a list of boxes to check, a list of steps that we had to take in order to open those gifts? And yet, even then, we can only open them if we were good enough. How much hope would we have? See, that's what religion does. See, every major religion of the world, that's what they do. They're they're leaders, the parents of them. We can go to their graves and they said, you have to achieve these steps to enlightenment. You have to do these things to do good. You have to give alms. You have to take this next step and you got to hope that you catch God on a good day but what every one of them points to is that none of us could be good enough to go through those steps to open that gift and that gift is life you see for each and every one of us that's what we have to understand when it comes to that gift because for each and every one of us what happens is we will go through life trying to open gift after gift after gift, trying to search for the word to save us. And it will never satisfy until we receive that the word that came down for us and that gift that is Jesus Christ that came at Christmas. See, with that frame of mind, that's what I want us to be reminded of if you know Jesus as Lord and Savior. As we talk about the 2024 word for the Vine Church, and it's this, ask, seek and knock. Ask, seek, and knock. Ask, seek, and knock. So if you've got your Bible really quick, ask, seek, and knock. This is where it comes from. It's going to be Matthew 7. Matthew 7, verse 7 through 12. Matthew 7, verse 7 through 12. Matthew 7. I'm going to grab my tablet here so we can make sure we read this correctly. Matthew 7, verse 7 through 12. We're in Matthew 7 here, verse 7 through 12. It says this, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks, find. And the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? 
Or if he asks for a fish, we'll give him a snake. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So in everything, do to others as you would have them do unto you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. Ask, seek, knock. Ask, seek, knock. See, that's what we do with most of our life, don't we? We ask, seek, and knock for the word. We ask, seek, and knock for, for what will satisfy us and fulfill us, for a gift that, that we think we can find in this world on our own to save ourselves. And that's what Jesus is trying to point out here is for each and every one of us, if we're asking and seeking and knocking for the wrong thing that isn't the word of God, that is life, then we're only going to be missed. We're only going to have, have, have a, a ask for bread and receive a stone. <laughs> We're going to get a snake. I don't know about you, but I don't need no snakes. I've been to some churches, and when they're going to break the snakes out, I, I, I sit next to windows so I can get out. You know what I'm trying to say. Windows or fire exits. They start breaking out the snakes, let me know how it goes. I'll see you all later, right? But to receive the gift that we were born to receive, which is the gift of life that is the Word of God, we have to not ask, seek, and knock of this world, but ask, seek, and knock of Him. Here's what I'm trying to get at. Every day is an opportunity. Remember at Home Alone, it was it was awesome at the end when Kevin's mom's there, there's a knock at the door, right? And he opens the door and it's his mother. Every day is an opportunity. Every day, if you are a Christian, we have an opportunity to ask others to come be a part of the Word of God that is life. We have an opportunity to seek others to be a part of the Word of God by going to the highways, the hollers, the hills, and the byways and bringing them into the house of the Lord. We have an opportunity to knock on doors of others to ask and seek them to be a part of the Word of God, to be a part of the family of God. Because the one thing that sets those apart that know Christ as Lord and Savior than those who don't is the presence, as Kevin found out, of being in family that lasts forever. See, what if Kevin's mom and dad left, but they left him a list of everything he could do, how to wash clothes, how to cook his, his macaroni dinners and find the right toothbrush without stealing it. I mean, if you know, you know. Uh, how, to, how to go downstairs safely, how to go upstairs safely, how to lock all the doors, how to order the cheese pizza correctly, how to do all of those things and yet they never came back. Make for a horrible movie, right? It would just be awful. But instead, instead, see, we have to understand that's what sin does for us. Sin. Now you say, what in the world is sin? Well, sin is literally, I'm just going to put it to you this way. Maybe you don't believe in the existence of God, and, and I just want to say I'm thankful that you are here. To, if you have a declarative statement of what right and wrong is, if, if you thought that if Kevin never got back with his parents, that would be wrong, then you have a moral compass and you know what right and wrong is. And, and, and so that, that is pointing to something greater, and I would ask you to explore that. If you don't know who God is, I would even ask, say, hey, ask, seek, and knock. Ask him to reveal himself to you and watch what he will do. But as you read that, I just want you to know, sin is literally this, not being perfect. How many of us are perfect? None of us. See, the only way that we can open up the Word of God that is life is if we are perfect. That gift, that's the only way we can open it up. 
And I don't know about you, there's not a list of steps I can go through to make me perfect. There's not enough surgeries. There's not enough money in the bank account. There's not the right kind of car to drive, the right address to live at, the right career to take that will make me perfect. And the same is true for you. But instead of beating yourself up about it, and instead of beating ourselves up about it, and left hopeless, Christmas comes along because God said, instead of leaving you in that state with a bunch of rules to follow, I'm going to come to you in that state. And instead of having rules to follow, I'm going to do them all for you. I'm going to live the perfect life you couldn't live. Letting you not know the steps of the presence, but just to get the presence in your hands. Now, not only did Christ come to live the perfect life we couldn't live, he died the death we deserve, paying the penalty for our sins eternally. In other words, now we can open up the present. We don't only got to have it in our hands and know what it means. We can, we can open the gift of eternal life up. But he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't stop on the cross. He didn't just die for our sins. He rose again on the third day so that we can have life and have it to the full. In other words, we can receive the word of God that is in that gift, that present the presence of God today. We can receive it and have life eternal. And so right now, I, I really quickly glazed over our Vine 2024 word. We're going to go through that again in a couple of weeks, and we're going to collect 2024 words individually as we go into our prayer series and pray that up for the new year. But I pray if you were in Christ Jesus, you would be reminded of that gift, that present that present of Jesus Christ that gave us the presence of the Word of God that gave us life. And that we would go out in these next few weeks and we would ask, seek, and knock. We would ask, seek, and knock of the Lord by loving Him with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. And we would ask, seek, and knock by living out love God, love others as Jesus wrapped up there at the end in Matthew seven twelve, Because that's what He did for us. And that's how he made a way for us. But if you don't know Jesus, I just want to tell you right now, my, my thoughts can be random, but I want to tell you it's not random that you are here. It is not that you are looking at this gift, this free gift of salvation that Jesus came to give us all. It's not by coincidence. It's anointed and appointed, and it is purposeful. Everything that you have gone through in your life to this point has led you to this opportunity. As a matter of fact, when it comes to that, Revelation 3.20 says it this way. This is Jesus speaking. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. In other words, if we receive Jesus as Lord and as Savior, if you open the door of your heart, surrender lordship of your life to him, you, as well as where we were before Christ, can now be in his presence for eternity. No more going downstairs trying to figure out how to open up the presence, seeing that your whole family is gone like Kevin, but now, now in Christ, you found the one thing you were looking for, and that is life that is in the word of God. Would you consider Jesus today? We pray out loud as a Vine fan for the benefit of those who are coming to Christ for the first time. It's not the words of this prayer that saves you. It's the faith. The faith to open the door, to respond to the knock on the door of your heart from Jesus. And so we're going to say this prayer out loud as a family together. So everyone, let's bow our heads and pray and repeat these words after me. Dear Jesus, I believe I'm a sinner separated from you. I believe you came 
live the perfect sinless life I couldn't live, die the death I deserve, paying the penalty for my sins on the cross, but loved me enough not to stay dead, but rose again on the third day so that I may have life. Come take over my life, Lord. Teach me to follow you step by step the rest of my life the best way I know how. With every head bow and every eye closed, you're going to see me looking at you right now. Nobody's going to know if you cheated and you're looking up at me right now. I just want you to know if for the first time you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have opened the greatest gift of life that any of us could ever receive. And we want to celebrate that with you. So on the count of three, I'm going to ask you to do something bold, okay? On the count of three, I would love for you to either put a raised hand emoji. I would love for you at this moment, shoot us a message inside of our app. Shoot us an email at hello at thevine.tv, a text message at 864-580-6698. Or you could even shoot us a message on social media if for the first time you have confessed and repented to your sins and received Christ as your Lord and Savior. You've opened this free gift of salvation that he has given on the count of three i'm going to ask you to do those things one two three would you put that raised hand emoji would you send us that message that email that text message and here's why we want to celebrate this with you everything we do every week is to point you to jesus and i'm going to tell you the reason that we do that is someone had to do that for us and it is only because christ came for us that we can celebrate this with you because you're not at the finish line. Now you've got eternal life. You don't just sit back and kick back. Now you actually get to live it. You get to have life to the full. So we want to help you out of the starting block by getting you connected to the local church around the world. So we would love to know where you're at and try to get you connected to a church and celebrate this decision that you made. And for the rest of us, I just want to say and believe as we go into 2024, I'm just going to pray that we ask, seek, and knock. And I can't wait to see your smiling faces virtually next week and physically in two weeks. Because next week we're going to celebrate with our 2023 year in review. I'm going to pray and then we're going to go about our day. Dear Jesus, thank you again for this time that you've given us. That even virtually you have allowed us to gather today. Jesus, I thank you that we are not too busted up, broken, or messed up failures that you forgot us that you just let us be there, that you just let us fail, that you gave us enough rope to hang ourselves, if you will. But instead, Jesus, instead of giving us enough rope to hang ourselves, you came down to us. You came in our mess. You came to rescue us in spite of us and make a way for us that we could never make for ourselves. And so in this time, Jesus, we just want to say thank you. I pray as we go about our week that we wouldn't be afraid to ask, seek, and knock. Jesus, many times we, we get mad at you because we think you don't answer our prayers when we never even ask you in the first place. We never even sought what your word, the Bible, says about it. Not only that, Jesus, we haven't even started to knock on the doors as you called us to. So, Jesus, your sovereignty is that your word will never fail, but our responsibility is to walk in it by asking, seeking, and knocking. Jesus, right now there are people that are listening that are going through crazy seasons. And I just pray that they would know that you were right there with them and they are not walking through it alone, that your presence would be felt in this moment. And if somebody needs help through prayer or maybe even a next step, Jesus, I pray that they would not let today go by without talking to someone about it. If they think they have no one to talk to, Jesus, let them shoot us a message today. And we would love to walk with that through, through that with them. We love you, Jesus. 
It is for your name and for your glory we do everything. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Have an awesome week and always remember the best is still yet to come.